0: This is the Calm Living Blueprint Podcast, episode number thirty one. Hey, Podcast Listener even if you are feeling alone in your pursuit of calm and confidence know that today right now in your earbuds you are joined by thousands of others all around the globe seeking to do the same thing you are at calm living we believe it's only when we stop struggling against our fearfulness and our anxiety that we begin to find lasting freedom from it to live the lives we want to live that is what this podcast is about. Come join the Confidence Revolution. Well, hello. This is Candace Esposito, the founder of the Calm Living Blueprints, and I'll be your host. So, it's been a little while since we last spoke, and I apologize for that. One of those times where life gets the better of me, regardless of my best intentions for staying on top of things. I've been working on some new aspects of the Calm Living program, uh, constantly wanting to improve that for you. And I look forward to sharing those details with you soon. Right now, though, let's get into this podcast episode. And in today's episode, I'm going to tackle a question I received from a listener uh, who wanted to know, about distractions and focus so he's finding that he's trying to practice the techniques that we've discussed in previous episodes for overcoming anxiety but that he becomes distracted easily and loses time for practicing as a result of that so i'm going to share some simple strategies to help improve your focus minimize distractions and as a result so that you can be able to stay on task, the task that you want to accomplish, whether it's overcoming anxiety or anything. Now, as always, a quick reminder that the show notes for every episode are available on the Calm Living Blueprint website. The show notes include the mp3 recording, the transcript of the podcast, any resources mentioned, as well as the home play that I recommend in each episode. So the show notes for today's episode can be found at calmlivingblueprint.com forward slash 31. And that's the number 3131 as in episode number 31. So is it just me or does it seem like we are becoming more and more bombarded by distractions? Email notifications, Twitter and Facebook messages, ringing phones, beeps from mobile devices, as I'm writing this, I probably have a dozen tabs open in my internet browser right now. All these gadgets, all this information battling for our attention, not to mention other possible distractions like noises in the environment, the chatter of coworkers, crying children, someone calling a meeting, all the papers scattered all over our desks, advertisements everywhere, the television blaring, and on and on. In a sense... It's an addiction. There's instant positive feedback. Right away, you're rewarded with something pleasurable. You know, say you're laughing at a friend's post on Facebook, and you don't feel the negative consequences until much later. That negative feedback, you know, whether it's time lost or more important tasks being put off on hold, all that is delayed. So think about it. Even as you're listening to this podcast episode right now, how many times are you distracted or tempted to switch to another task? How many times do you think of something you want to do? And it's okay. I I won't take it personally. How many different things make a noise or a visual distraction while you're listening? How many people try to get your attention while you're listening? So I think we can all agree we live in an age of distraction. In addition to preventing us from getting done what we want to get done. Distractions and lack of focus can affect our peace of mind, our stress levels, and our happiness. The fact is we need some quiet. We need time to reflect and contemplate, some time where our minds can rest. Those distractions our stresses our minds were not meant to handle. We're not adapted to dealing effectively with all these distractions. So what can we do about all this? Well, the first step is to break the addiction. And you do this like any other addiction. You break the cycle of positive feedback and replace the old habit with a new habit. Okay, so first you need to figure out your triggers. You know, what leads directly to your addicted behavior? You know, whatever that distraction is. If you're constantly checking, you know, Facebook, what's the trigger that leads you to do that? Usually it's something you do every day. Okay, so you want to make a list of possible triggers. Identify what you are getting out of this addiction. There's always something positive that you are rewarding yourself with, which in a sense is a good thing. You know, it's a form of self-care in this weird way. So we want to continue to support that behavior. We just don't want to support the distraction. Okay, so for example... Perhaps your addiction to checking Facebook is because you want to feel connected to people, right? It's a form of socializing, albeit virtually, but socializing nonetheless. Well, socializing is a good thing, right? We want you to keep that up, just not in a form where it becomes a distraction or doesn't provide you with any long-term benefits or holds you back from carrying out more important tasks. So how can you switch this into a real-world habit or a more positive habit, okay? So perhaps making the point of saying hello to one stranger each day or making a point of calling up your friend on the phone instead of checking Facebook. So you're still getting that reward of that comes from socializing, but it's a different forum where you're actually living by your value of wanting to help yourself overcome social anxiety, okay? So sometimes distractions fill an emotional need and that's okay we all have this the key is that you become aware of this okay what happens when you remove the distraction do you feel a void where the distraction used to be if you get satisfaction or a feeling of importance for example from emails or messages be honest with yourself about that why do they make you feel good is there another way to get that validation so whatever the emotional need be honest about it, be honest with yourself, be conscious of it, and find other ways to fulfill it. So the key is to find a new positive habit to replace the old habit for each trigger. So try changing each trigger one at a time. Okay, so for example, if you check Facebook first thing in the morning, make it a new habit to not open your browser, to not turn on your phone. Maybe instead make breakfast first or do some writing. Just change things up. Okay, so create positive feedback for the new habit. If the new habit is something you don't enjoy, you'll quit, you know, before long. But if it's something enjoyable, something in line with your values, what you want that gives you positive feedback, that's more likely to be kept up by you. So for example... Receiving a smile from someone you said hello to is a pretty good positive feedback. You know, getting encouragement from a friend that you've called is good positive feedback. And you also want to create instant negative feedback for the old habit. Okay, so for example, make it a rule that you have to tell someone every time you log onto Facebook or you have to write it down in your journal each time. You know, something that would become a bother for you to do that would probably inhibit you from continuing that old habit. So you're creating instant negative feedback. Soon after a few weeks of following these steps, you'll have formed a new habit and the old one will have been broken. Okay, so start small, just one trigger at a time. So that's how to deal with the distractions and our addiction to Becoming distracted or being distracted. Now let's move on to improving our focus. And one of the best ways to improve our focus is through rituals. A ritual is just a set of actions you repeat on an ongoing basis. So, for example, most likely you have a bedtime ritual, right? Certain things you do before bed, like brushing your teeth, putting on your PJs, reading, and so on. The thing about rituals and why. They help so much is that we give them special importance. And when things become special, we tend to be more mindful about them. We pay more attention to them. Okay, so I'll give you a few examples of rituals you can use to help improve your focus, but feel free to create your own. So you could have a morning quiet ritual, okay, where you start your day in quiet. You can meditate, deep breathe, have a cup of tea take a walk, sit quietly and do nothing. Whatever that is for you, the key is to take advantage of this peaceful time to rest your mind and focus however you like. Perhaps you can make use of a refocus ritual. And by that I mean a ritual to use during your day when you become distracted. So this is something you could do every hour or two even to help stay on task. You may start by closing down your browser. Maybe take a walk for a couple of minutes to clear your head and get your blood circulating. Take a few deep breaths. Ask yourself, what is the most important task to me that I want to work on right now? Return to that task and work on that task for as long as you can before you check your email or go back online or whatever other distraction is typical for you. And repeat this refocus ritual throughout the day to gently bring yourself back. You may want to consider setting blocks of focus, and by that I mean set a timer and give yourself, say, 30 minutes to do email, Twitter, Facebook, or any distraction you may normally do. Then use an internet blocker, just Google internet blocker, to block these distractions for a couple of hours while you focus on the task you want to accomplish, and alternate between those two over the course of the day if you need to. The key is that you are blocking out chunks of time strictly for focusing on the task you want to accomplish. And perhaps you may have an end-of-day ritual where you can review what you did, think about what you can improve on, and think about what you'll focus on tomorrow, Okay, to reflect on your day in general. Okay, so those are rituals. Another important step is to look at your environment. Is your environment itself distracting you? Okay, The less clutter, typically, the easier it'll be to focus. So consider clearing your desk. Turn off your computer notifications. Play soothing music. Clear the floor of your room. Clear your walls if you need to. Just start with one area at a time. It's not about creating the perfect environment. Just do what you need to do to minimize distractions in this sense, and then move on. Know that it's okay to slow down. Now, we've talked about this before in previous episodes, getting the most out of every moment, being in the here and now. I think you'll notice that life is actually better when you move at a slower, more relaxed pace instead of hurrying and rushing and trying to cram too much into every day. Think about it. Is a book better if you speed read through it? Is a song better if you play it on fast forward? Does food taste better when you cram it down your throat? Is your time spent with a loved one better if you're trying to answer messages on your phone at the same time? Life is better when savored. Take responsibility for your life. If you feel your job rushes you, for example, take control of it. Right, Make changes in what you do and how you work. Talk to your boss if you need to. If you live in a city where everyone seems to be rushing dare to be different. I can't tell you how to take responsibility for your life. The thing is, once you make the choice to do so, the how will become obvious to you. Okay, so make the choice first, and then the how will become obvious. Of course, there's always going to be things we can't control. And that's when we need to learn to go with the flow, right, to accept change, to take what life gives you rather than trying to mold life to be exactly how you want it to be. Because ultimately, no matter how much we fix our environment, there's always going to be interruptions, there's always going to be distractions. Our our environment constantly changes. Our lives are dynamic. It's about finding focus in a changing environment. So realize you can't control everything. And I think we all know this to a certain degree. But ask yourself, do you really accept it? Do you really accept that as fact? Remember to breathe. When you feel angry or frustrated, take a deep breath. It's as simple as that. Then take a few more. Just your breath alone will help break that pattern. Get perspective. Take a moment to zoom out of your life. Ask yourself, a week from now, a year from now, is this moment, this incident going to really matter? most likely not so why get upset about it why let it take your focus your time your energy accept imperfection what's perfect anyway good enough is sometimes good enough and that's okay see the beauty in the flow of change the world is beautiful just as it is there is beauty in everything around you maybe the messiness the chaos the sadness Maybe all that, all that is perfect and beautiful too. The main reason we want to focus of course is to get things done. To hopefully get some awesome life-changing things done like overcoming social anxiety. So let's summarize the steps for you. Step one, find something awesome to work on. Step two, clear away everything else. Step three, focus on that awesome something. Use the rituals we talked about. Take a deep breath. Remember why you chose this awesome task. What is your motivation for doing this? That motivation is probably pretty exciting. Allow yourself to feel the excitement of it. Even if in the beginning you can only focus for a few minutes at a time, that's okay. There's no such thing as failure here unless you actually stop altogether and give up. You can always refocus. Keep repeating the steps until you've worked for a good chunk of time on your awesome something. And when you're done, allow yourself to bask in the glory of your accomplishment. It feels good. Allow yourself to feel good. I can't tell you how to work. You have to find what works best for you. I mean, you don't need to do things exactly as I've outlined them here for you. Experiment with it. Test out how these options uh, work for you to see what makes your life better, more focused, more awesome. And then let me know how things go. Leave a comment on iTunes. I look forward to hearing from you. Till next time, I'm Candice Esposito. Keep calm and carry on.